0: Are you saying you made it weird?
1: <laughs> nice. Nice. Are you talking about our ah. spin off
0: <laughs> or our uh our sister podcast? Our um new
1: uh what do you call it when like we do a week on there and they do a week on here? Crossover?
0: Oh yeah, that yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. We'll have Petey, old Pete. Yeah. On our show. Pete would be a great guest would he though
1: you don't you don't think if you could have pete Holmes on the show you wouldn't want him as a guest
0: oh i i I will take anyone who wants to be on the show
1: like how minor of a celebrity would you
0: take uh how much
1: how much of a celebrity that you don't like would you would you (laughs) would you have on the show
0: uh let's see i mean
1: like what's the what's the celebrity you hate the most
0: oh god uh well, obviously Bill Cosby.
1: Okay, no, but I mean like right. okay. <laughs> I know that you I mean, you never expressed any specific dislike, but like yeah. if like the drummer from Fallout Boy wanted to be on the show, <laughs> we'd be like, "No, probably not." Not because I don't like Fallout Boy just because like I don't know them and then they're not famous enough, so there's no Right. There's no benefit to having them on, you know?
0: I mean, I feel like if I if we were contacted by someone who I googled their name, they come up with an IMDb and then on their IMDb list, I've heard of one of the things that they've been in and I'm a fan of that thing. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, okay. Come on board. But like if you could be an extra in an episode of law and order SVU. Perfect.
1: Well, I mean, you prefer to have someone who's an extra in the law and order episode. <laughs> Seriously.
0: <laughs> right. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like they could just be like a minor, they could be one of the fish market guys in in something that has
1: nothing to do with Twin Peaks yeah no yeah I I would be fine but if it's like a totally random person it would be weird right yeah like if like Jeff from St. Louis who I don't know No, I'm saying like if it's just a random person like if my like cousin's boyfriend wanted to be on the show Jeff (laughs) no his name's not Jeff his name is Chuck he's a nice guy he's a nice guy Jeff what Who's Jeff? I was just saying a random name. I'm just saying sure. if a person who wasn't a celebrity wanted to be on the show. Right. Um, anyways. Shots fired at Jeff. <laughs> I don't know any Jeffs. Actually, I know <laughs> a few Jeffs. Oh, it, it, I'd, I'd have Jeff Rafferty on the show. He went to high school with me.
0: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Rafferty.
1: Yeah. What's up? I mean, I mean, I haven't talked to him in literally eight years. He's, oh, he's pretty much a stranger to me.
0: Well, good thing we've got him on the phone now. <laughs> if you had Jeff Rafferty from
1: my, like, seventh grade Spanish class here, <laughs> I'd be, like, really weirded out.
0: Hola, como estas? Yeah. Yo soy Jeff. Yeah. Jefe. Oh. Is it Jefe? Is that... I dude, I don't know. Spanish. I yeah. took French. Yeah. Um, I went like foresight. I,
1: I've had another date with that girl.
0: Oh. Uh fight girl
1: well her friend her right her best friend yeah,
0: yeah. uh yeah we
1: watching glorious bastards
0: did you uh netflix and chill Ugh, that so gross
1: <laughs> i don't yeah <laughs> i don't like it because i've already I, i've probably don't said it. before that was a thing that i was gonna just netflix and chill for a night <laughs> right and,
0: and actually keep it pg I watch a lot of Netflix. Also, sure. Okay,
1: can I go on one of my favorite, one of my favorite, one of my famous rants? Yeah. Oh man, I I'm not gonna make out during a movie. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like 15. Yeah. I I mean we we've gotten beyond that. Especially like if I'm if if I'm going out to see a movie if I'm paying like $20 plus and buying popcorn. If I'm going to a movie like that, I'm not going to make out. Darn it. That's, that's a waste Wait, of my
0: time. People are just Frenching in Chicago movie theaters. Then I,
1: th- I think there are people doing it.
0: Oh. Yeah. That seems like a waste. Um, yeah. Um,
1: uh, yeah. I don't get it.
0: Well, heads up to, for the girl that you're dating. Girl, Mike's dating. Mike's not going to make moves in the theater.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's just, I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's not for me. Yeah,
1: I get it. Have you? When's the last time you've made out in a movie theater? In a movie theater? Have you ever made out in a movie theater?
0: I don't think I've ever made out at a movie theater. I haven't either. Yeah. It just seems... Because you're right. It's like I'm paying 10 bucks for even my own ticket and
1: i'm way too practical about everything in my life to do that i'd be disappointed (laughs) myself if i did that
0: yeah if i'm going to go to a movie in the theater i want to see the movie yeah i'm not going there (laughs) as an excuse to like just start smooching someone
1: this isn't to say like that i'm like a movie going snob i'll walk out of movies i don't care (laughs) yeah this is just this is the only thing in a movie that i'm better than
0: well now that brings us to another very pertinent question what was the last movie that you walked out of
1: um, I mean, I, I start
0: movies at home and I stop them all the time. That's not the same. Like, thing. I made it through halfway through Empire Strikes back the other day and I was like, oh, I'm bored. No, I mean, you paid money to get a ticket. Um, And then you were like, nope, screw this. My time is more important than finishing I, out this.
1: I, um, it's like a tie between two movies, but I was, it was in high school. It's been a while. Like, I, I won't go to a movie on a whim anymore. I, going to a movie is a huge deal for me now. Yeah, yeah. Wait, actually, it doesn't really count because I got like to see free movies when I was in high school.
0: Did you have a friend at the theater or something? No, or I, worked I worked at the, worked the theater. At the
1: theater. <laughs> uh, I, I was the friend. Sweet. Um, so I would walk out of movies. But like you get your money back anyways. I don't know. I know people that refuse to walk out of movies. You can get your money back.
0: Mm. You yeah, yeah.
1: Like I'm not just because I spend an hour an hour watching a shitty movie doesn't mean I want to spend another hour just to finish it,
0: right? you
1: know um, the movies I have walked out of though, which I mean even though it was free, it's still going to the movie theater. You know it's still a good conscious thing to do. Yeah, was Death at a Funeral? Uh, the not the black version.
0: Oh, the English version.
1: The English version.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, same director of both. Same writer director of both. I don't even know. Really? It's I it's probably a, exactly the same thing. They just thought they could make more money because black people didn't want to watch the British version?
0: Isn't uh isn't Martin Freeman in that? Oh, I mean this
1: this would have been before I knew who Martin Freeman was.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I know Frank Oz directed it.
0: Huh. Two, As oh, in it's, it's a 2010, movie, so 5 years ago.
1: What? Whoa, I was totally wrong. Um, oh, wait. I'm, oh, wow. Oh, wow. The black version. I should stop, probably stop saying black version.
0: Well,
1: it's from 2010. The version I saw the first 30 minutes of was, de- was uh, in 2007. Hmm. Directed by Frank Oz, written by Dean Craig. Um, let's look at this. Matthew McFadden, yeah. Rupert Graves, Andy Nyman, Chris Marshall, Peter Dinklage, Keely Hawes, Daisy Donovan, Al- here. Alan Tudyk,
0: yeah. and Ellen Bremmer oh huh. <laughs> you that, upset, that doesn't you seem s- like seem a, upset about Bremer. no 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 that's I huh I'm trying to think of why I got the idea that Martin Freeman was in that but that's interesting that both Peter Dinklage and Alan Tudyk are in that yeah I mean you
1: got the you got the American Martin Freeman right is Alan is Tudyk, Alan Tudyk the, Amer- the American Martin Freeman
0: uh, we can go ahead and call him that <laughs>
1: How, how sad would he be if I changed uh, his Wikipedia page to that? He'd probably be happy. I think Martin Freeman I mean, would be upset.
0: Yeah, Martin Freeman's doing all right. Yeah,
1: I, I think Alan, Alan Tudyk does very well. He's been in a million movies.
0: Yeah, and he's like, uh, I feel like he's in, oh, he's going to be in the new Star Wars, right? Not, not episode uh, seven, but he's going to be in uh, Rebel One.
1: Um, not, a, oh, that's television. Wow, he's in so much stuff. Uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yep. Was that the one that what's his face was going to direct,
0: and now he's not? Who?
1: God damn it! Um,
0: Corey Futanaga or whatever. No,
1: the guy who did uh, Looper.
0: Oh. uh, Could couldn't tell you because I know he he
1: was going to do one. I don't know if he still is though.
0: Hmm.
1: Why even get excited about stuff like this?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, anyways, let's. How are we? Welcome to the show.
0: Yeah, welcome Peaks. Hey, everybody. To Twin how's Peeps.
1: it going? Yeah. Welcome to Twin Peaks, the show where we talk about Twin Peaks. There you go. Um, I'm your host, Michael.
0: This is Kyle. That was a flawless intro.
1: Yeah. Um, when do you even start that intro? At what point do you start it up? Probably right at the beginning. Huh? Probably right at the beginning of our conversation. Oh, yeah?
0: Of when you're supposed to introduce a show?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying when do you start the When do you start? At what point will you start the editing, you know?
0: Oh, oh, uh... Whatever, whatever run up conversation is interesting and has not been requested to be removed. Yeah.
1: Did yeah. we request anything to get removed today? Uh,
0: no. no. I think that that's all. I can leave most of that in.
1: Yeah. Um, what was I going to say, though? So, um, yeah, well, Joe.
0: 11 minutes in. Were we talking about Twin Peaks?
1: Yeah. Um, we're your hosts, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. SNL, Kyle. <laughs>
0: yeah so So, we were talking before we started recording that neither of us have seen us but but i like i i read about it i've read multiple articles about it
1: right and i really get from it that i probably wouldn't enjoy it except the opening scene which i could have just watched but i didn't
0: uh opening scene is that the one with uh larry david back larry david's back in it do you see that sketch at least nope oh boy
1: (laughs) we really don't have (laughs) anything to talk about
0: I mean, I I tried to watch the uh, Hotline Bling parody, and that was tough.
1: Yeah, I still haven't seen Hotline Bling. I'm refusing to. Just the original? Yeah, just, I don't know. Everyone's talking about it. I don't I don't like Drake very much.
0: I mean, it's fine. It's a catchy song. It's really problematic lyrically. Is it crazy uh, that I don't like Drake, that it just everything
1: I hear by Drake just doesn't sound good to me?
0: Eh, no. I mean, like, uh, so you just don't like the music? Like, imagine
1: if you played Drake for your mom, how she'd feel about it.
0: Oh. Uh, might not be. <laughs> so you're you're putting yourself as the mom in this situation.
1: I just don't get it. I don't get right. why people like Drake. I've listened to songs. I'm really? not saying he's bad. I'm saying I don't understand it.
0: I mean, it's it's like rap with R&B tendencies. I mean, I know? think it's because I just don't like R&B. Yeah, I get that. It's a lot more singing than just rapping.
1: Yeah but I just don't, like, or he, I, I understand where accurately. your mom is. That's
0: the best way to explain it. Wait, what was that?
1: I, I like, I, I under, my view of Drake is exactly how your mom's is. Ah. Which is weird because I'm a 24 year old guy who likes pop music and stuff like that. Yeah. But like R&B type stuff I just don't get. Yeah. I like rap. I, I like, I like a lot of rap artists.
0: If it, to contextualize it a little bit better, like he doesn't sing as <laughs> in I- an identical style. I guess like calling it rap meets R and B is a little bit of a, uh, misnomer.
1: Yeah. Cause when Cause he raps, like, he's
0: like, I like, I like it when he's rapping. Right. He's basically, um, he's basically just singing while he raps. Yeah. You know? when, when he
1: sings though, I get bummed out. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. I know they did one of those, uh, the ones where it's like the prostitutes selling stuff.
0: Oh, the Swarovski crystals. Girls. Yeah.
1: Um, they did one with that. Um, <laughs> I know that. And I know uh, they had what's his face in the cold open. Um, Larry David. Larry David. Yeah. I, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm really not, sad that. What? I, I didn't see that one all over. Uh, Facebook again and stuff. It didn't... People our age weren't into it.
0: The initial shock is over.
1: People were going nuts when it came out. Yeah. It was all over. Yeah. But, I'm sure, like, were you happy when you heard that SNL got
0: super big ratings? Uh, You mean because of this episode? Yeah, this
1: most recent episode had, like, record ratings for the last, like, four years.
0: Oh, nice.
1: It, like... I'm like proud of the show. I'm like good job guys.
0: <laughs> all it takes is uh inviting on a real real jerk.
1: Yeah. No, no, but I'm seriously happy for for as an out cuz they like people hate on them all the time. Yeah. I'm happy it's like oh, people people watch the show sometimes.
0: <laughs> they watch it when it's a a, a real outlier of a guest. Yeah. Oh,
1: all yeah. right, well anyways, let's get to it. I uh Sure. I really want Yeah, to, sorry. I next re- week,
0: the next time there's a, a host who I don't just get instantly repulsed by, I'll tune back oh, is it in.
1: because you don't like Donald Trump?
0: That was that's my big reason for not watching this episode. R- it's, oh,
1: I didn't know it was like a socially
0: conscious thing you were doing. It's, no, I'm not going like the John Leguizamo route with what, that. What does that mean? Um, he, he like is he refused to watch it on. Uh, Who cares what John John Leguizamo wants to watch? My Facebook newsfeed cares. Really? And thinks I care.
1: People, people. That was a news item that John Leguizamo wasn't going to watch SNL that week.
0: It's very brief. Um, yeah,
1: but like people are like, what's John? Legu- what's John going to watch today?
0: <laughs> uh, well, it, it was like a it was a, a press release or something. I think he, I think his threat was to uh, like. Veto or not veto, uh, boycott SNL
1: or to boycott the show on its biggest night. Oh yeah. man, that'll really show them.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not saying it's actually noteworthy, but that's what does
1: John Leguizamo think of the new Daily Show host, Trevor Noah? Uh, I gotta I have... know, Kyle. Kyle, this <laughs> is important information.
0: You should really contact John Leguizamo's <laughs> publicist. I think it was John Leguizamo. Man, I don't know.
1: Good for John Leguizamo's publicist, <laughs> like sure. probably not a super busy job. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. and, and I like John Leguizamo. Sure, and I and I'm totally fine with him not watching. <laughs> I agree with what he's doing. <laughs> I just think no one should care.
0: Right, right. right. No, the uh, I like how I approached it. It's not um, out of some like socially conscious thing. I think he's busy. <laughs> no, no, John
1: Leguizamo no, no, no. Leguizamo's Saturday night plans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, uh, my not watching the episode. Oh, I feel like so it would not, either be you're not well, like John. I, I'm beyond John Leguizamo. Okay, part. I'm, I'm done with, I'm done with him. You're busier
1: than John Leguizamo. <laughs> yes. Oh man, poor John.
0: <laughs> but no, like, so if Donald Trump hosts and he did, I feel like one of two things would happen, right? They would either, uh, like lob softballs at him. As far as, like, you know, holding him accountable to what he's done and said in the media recently. Or they'd be super mean to him. Yeah, or they'd, it would be, like, gotcha style. Or it's, like, the style, it like, it's gotcha style, but then they give him a chance to, like, counter with this pre-written thing that he does, you know? And, yeah. it's like, all of that just seems so not fun to watch. So I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll tune back in when it's a comedian hosting again. Ouch. Huh? Yeah. Bummer. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's fine. Who cares? Sorry. I said (laughs) bummer because as you said that, I read that James Horner, the, uh, guy who, uh, made the soundtrack to Lord of the Rings just died in a plane crash.
0: Oh, that sucks. In June. It's not new
1: information. I just saw it. Sure. Sorry, I got distracted. Anyways. Should we get
0: into the summary?
1: Let's we'll get into the summary. I want to watch Fargo tonight. and <laughs> It's kind of late.
0: Yeah, I really got to start watching that show.
1: It's so good. Anyways,
0: yeah. all right. Uh, All right, so summary. James rides under credits. Coop and Truman question uh, Betty Briggs about Garland. Gordon Cole calls Coop about Dennis Bryson. Roger asks Coop for his side of things. Nadine asks Donna about Mike. James meets an older woman. Dick and Andy take little Nicky out for a malted. Hawk elaborates on the White Lodge for Coop. Denise Bryson arrives. Nadine shows off and gets offered a spot on the wrestling team. Josie tells Harry about Thomas Eckert. Hank and Eddie return from the hunting trip. Little Nicky enjoys his malted. James helps out at the Marsh House. Ben watches some home movies. Hank and Jean muscle Ben out of one-eyed jacks. Wyndham Earl sends Cooper a tape and a move. The mayor objects to his brother's wedding. Denise calls Cooper to chat about the case. Denise recounts her transition. Pete struggles through the reception. Uh, Josie confesses her involvement in Andrew's murder to Catherine. Andrew is still alive because it's a goddamn soap opera.
1: Oh, man. I, like, had a realization during this episode of how much of a soap opera this was.
0: Yeah. 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 I, right. Especially now that Laura's murder has been resolved, they kind of have to, you know? Yeah. Because what else are they going to do?
1: I <sighs> am I feel like I'm losing steam. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Just, like, I want to... I wish the show was better. It's, It's like, tougher to do this show when the show isn't as good.
0: Yeah. It's. It's the real... Real unfortunate bit of season two, although
1: I like this episode. In I, it's although, a fun. It is, is a fun watch,
0: and it's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot yeah. to
1: talk about. I, I, um, I, I say that like this episode had like lead-ins to things that I know will be bad, but it was still good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um,
0: yeah, and I'll I'll let you know now that we're looking at about, I, if I remember correctly, about like seven episode, a seven episode slump. Come seven episodes long. There's eight episodes left. No, there's uh, we're at season two, episode 11, and I think there's 22 episodes. Oh, okay, never mind. In season two, so there's those remaining, like when things really start to kind of come to a head.
1: Oh boy, okay, all right, well, let's get into it. Um, weirdest character, Kyle, what do you got?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um.
1: no, right like, now there's uh, there's the easiest choice you can make
0: <laughs> you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna bow out and let you make oh come on no you this is your first time watching it you're gonna
1: make yourself seem better than me <laughs>
0: no i mean okay let's let's get it out on the table uh david on the three, here. Let's say who david we're Deco- about. david
1: DeCumney's on the show
0: right wait you're saying denise is the weirdest character
1: yeah who else would it be
0: what <laughs> Oh boy!
1: <laughs> Are you talking about the lady?
0: Uh, no, I. Uh, I was thinking Nadine. you were gonna say Nadine or someone.
1: No, no, no! I'm really? I'm upset at the show for. I'm upset at the show about Denise. I don't like it. Can I explain? You mean Nadine? No, Denise. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. It, it's weird that you call Denise the weirdest character because she's trans,
1: <laughs> no, but it's the way the show handles it like it's this crazy weird like it's the show makes it seem like it's super weird yeah i'm like un I'm unhappy how the show is handling it the show's handling it like my parents if my parents were at the show <laughs> does that make sense yeah like i'm um, immediately I, upon introducing de, um denise. Uh, Denise, Truman's making jokes
0: nonstop. Truman thinks it's hilarious. Right. What's
1: that gross joke? What's that joke he makes?
0: Uh, let's see. What, what is that joke? I'm remembering Hawk's remark when he says like that color looks good on him or something like that.
1: Yeah. Where is this? I took so many notes. I have literally a, a lot of notes.
0: Yeah. My, my notes are a little bit longer than usual. Um, See, I've I get what you're saying. There's definitely some problematic stuff with Denise. Um, that said, I think how they handle it is interesting. In a lot of other
1: ways. Okay. Okay. Let's go over how they handle it. Okay. Well, let's just back right. up. Let's just explain what's happening. <laughs> David Duchovny's on the show. Yes. Playing a lady, or playing uh, a, a, a,
0: a yeah. transvestite. Well, it's. Yeah, it's I, weird, right?
1: I, I just she, think the show is doing it in like the most, like, hey, it's a guy in drag way.
0: See, there are definitely parts where that happens. Like, uh, I made a note of it in the banquet scene, uh, in the wedding reception, when... Denise and Andy are dancing. Yeah, that is that is played up as a joke. Yeah. Because it's like, ha, 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 look at Andy. He's so dumb. He doesn't realize that he's dancing with his wife. Yeah, a perfect There's storm
1: a, of me being upset at the show.
0: Right. There's actually a, a video game called Catherine that makes the exact same joke uh, that I just thought was... As a reference or... No, no, no. There's a trans character. And overwhelmingly, they're, like she's handled pretty well in the game um, until like the very end. And there's that joke kind of at her expense where like she hooks up with a not like a cisgendered man and the joke being, ha ha, the cisgendered man didn't realize until after the fact that she was trans. Yeah. And isn't that hilarious? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no. Okay. So that I totally get that. Um, Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm going to, I'm going to go a little more. Um, Yeah. Uh, where is that? Um, what does he say? Denise, you're in for a great surprise. Or, oh, they're in for a great surprise. When, uh, he's talking about the, uh, uh, her going to, uh, uh, the Great Northern. I don't know. They're just, like, so silly about it, and I don't know. I mean, it's so... And Coop's cool about it, which is nice. Right. But... I just think of them writing it and be like, hey, wouldn't it be funny too if Coop was if Coop was totally fine with it? Like, I think they're playing I don't know. I don't like how they handle it. I'm not a See, fan.
0: See, I think I read it as a lot less um a lot less like with a line like that, to me that feels pretty true to a character like Harry and it being oh. nineteen ninety one. Yeah, And I know. there but just, not being all these strides with trans folk. Like, for a 1991 show, this is really well done for a trans character. It's still really problematic in a lot of other ways. But, all things considered, I feel like a lot of what they do with Denise is, like, fairly tasteful. Yeah. Um,
1: I wasn't crazy about it.
0: Like, when... <laughs> Like, when she first gets into the police station and, like, Hawk is too surprised to even shake her hand. Um, like, that's... I, I thought that that was a, an interesting moment. Like, because it's true for the character of Hawk and it's true the, for the character of Denise. Like, it feels like a real moment of, like, oh, yeah, there is this person in 1991 who has probably never seen someone who's trans and they're just trying to wrap their heads around it. Yeah. and they're like because twin peaks is probably like the you know the secluded uh rural mountain town that's maybe a little bit more conservative in its values like yeah he's going to be initially uncomfortable with it yeah. yeah um but what's what's interesting what i find interesting and i'm not sure how you if you picked up on it and if you did what do you think about it um like with the characters that react to her with the exception of Andy, mm-hmm. I was fine with all of that. Like the Andy dances is not great. Uh, yeah. But, uh, when Denise herself is like talking about her transition to coop, like, and they're at the, uh, they're at the banquet and she's kind of just shooting the shit with coop. Um, she, how the writer's writer is very strange in mm-hmm. that, with someone like, uh, uh, what is what is the character's name? Um, the trans woman in Orange is the New Black, let's say, right? Yeah. Um, that, I mean, the, obviously that's going to be like a much more real portrayal of a trans person, mm-hmm. um, trans woman. But you're proud and, of
1: how well they did for it being 1991.
0: Yeah, for 1991. Okay. But then with how they write Denise, Denise pays a lot of deference to like cisgender, like heteronormativity a Mm -hmm. lot in her speech. Like she constantly is picking up on her being different. Uh, Um, and she is the one who like brings it up. Like, so when she cut uh, she's sitting at the bar and she has the bouquet and Coop walks in and she like waves the bouquet to flag him down. Uh, the first thing that she mentions because she knows that Coop is going to notice this. She says, Oh yeah, they didn't have, like I had an unfair advantage. I'm sure none of these other girls played like running back in high school. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting.
1: Like super open about it. Like wanting wanting to bring it up.
0: Yeah. Like she's very open about it, but I feel like if it were, if it were maybe a more realistic portrayal of a trans person,
1: they wouldn't just want to talk about being trans all the time
0: that and when they do talk about it, it's not like, I feel like they wouldn't be so cool about just like constantly acknowledging how weird it is and how different it is. And like, um, especially in like 1991, (laughs) right? Like just needing to manage people's expectations, but maybe that's a defense mechanism that she's built up and like,
1: yeah. Or, or I mean, it could, you know, be um, if we really wanted to give the show a lot of credit, it could be, uh, how, uh, Coop and Denise have a history and they're very close with each other. So, um, Denise could be very open about it. No, but Truman was listening and wasn't he? Uh,
0: not when she was recounting the transition. Cause that was at the bar.
1: Yeah. So she hey, was talking That was C- like an honest, like, like, Hey, we're, we're buddies. We're close buds, you know?
0: Oh yeah. No, 100%. Um, Totally. It's just like when she, when she makes like slide remarks to kind of like undercut Coop's expectations, you know, just like, yeah, yeah. by the way, I am still trans. I know it's weird. Don't it, worry about it. It was
1: played as like not seriously as they could have done it.
0: Right. And I feel like not to make sweeping generalizations about the trans community, but I feel like if you are in that situation, You wouldn't want to constantly feel the need to do it, or you might not constantly feel the need to like manage people's expectations. I keep saying that's right. Yeah. Right. And like she would more, I feel like she would more want to be, (laughs) want to not be considered so abnormal. Yeah. But despite that, she's written as like, you know, constantly bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Because everyone around her does perceive it to be abnormal, because it's 1991. So I don't know. It's it's weird. I can see it being fine, and I can also see it being problematic. Uh, yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's <laughs> less of two straight white dudes talking about trans <laughs> how trans people are portrayed? Maybe right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know what we're I don't know what we're talking about. I have no right. I could I could be saying everything completely wrong,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but you will sign off on what's racist for Asian people, right?
1: I mean, I think that's pretty black and white. Actually, our our uh, <laughs> our guest next week is Asian. Hey, <laughs> yeah.
0: Should, should <laughs> we have him watch the Tajimura stuff? Hey, hey, he I mean, he's seen, seen the
1: whole series.
0: Oh, okay, then we'll yeah, we'll have to get his opinion. <laughs> yeah, as the arbiter for yeah, all as, as, as the kind of Asian American people. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy!
1: Yeah, well, All I mean right, you're so, the king of Minnesota, so I mean, right. I'm just not like the, I'm not just like this about race. I'm about this about every person I know. <laughs> They're the king of whatever they are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I am the uh, the delegate from Minnesota.
1: Yeah, the yeah. esteemed delegate from Minnesota.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways. Well, oh, sure. Sorry.
1: Um. Uh, that's what I think the show wanted the weirdest character to be. But yes, yeah, yeah. so obviously now let's talk about Nate. Let's talk about Nate. Dude.
0: Right. Um. Yeah. I mean it's kind of a what more can you say about Nadine? Yeah. <laughs> that we haven't already said. They're I don't just even really... know
1: I was taking notes. Just I was just like writing this stuff and I'm just like, this is I um okay, here's my here's my notes about Nadine scenes that I'm looking at. Um the scene of um when they're in the weight room together. Mm-hmm. Um it has like terrible high school posters on the back. I noticed that. Yeah. Like we're number one, twin peaks and then a basketball and then dunk. <laughs> yeah. Just like if you wanted like fake, fake sure. posters. Yeah. It just looks so not natural. Um,
0: Although in the weight room, it's also we get introduced to another minority character, which is good. Yeah. I didn't
1: I didn't even notice. The coach. Is he black? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good for the show. Yeah anyways yeah I'm very unhappy I'm about sorry uh,
0: I forgot that you don't see race <laughs> no, <I'm>... anyways <laughs>
1: um, yeah she says he that Mike has the cutest buns yeah so Mike's back which is gr- which if you told me Mike was going to be back I was going to be awesome him and him and James are going to get some hype hi- no not James but Bo- him and Bobby are going to get in some hijinks it's going to be great <laughs> But that's not the case. Yeah, it's Nadine is in him. Yep, she's at school in her iPad. I'm yawning. This is how much. This is how <laughs> bored I am by this. Oh, <laughs> I'm offended.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll say I'll tell you now, Nadine. Nadine's arc is probably going to be my bad, but not David Lynch contender for the next eight episodes.
1: Yeah. Honestly, at this point, should we just not talk about Nadine for the next few episodes?
0: Just like we're not talking about, uh, Josie. Y-
1: yeah. Well, actually, although the um, wrinkle
0: in Josie's thing with Andrew being alive is oh, kind of kind interesting. Of,
1: we'll get to it. Cause I'm interested yeah. in this.
0: Right. Um, can, can we
1: be done talking about Nadine, Nadine for this episode and we're not allowed to talk about her next episode?
0: uh, Let's see. No, there she to doesn't some... deserve
1: it, Kyle. Even if it's good, <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended at the show. Oh God! And it doesn't deserve it.
0: How about? Uh, how about she's you apologetic?
1: Can't... You're an apologetic.
0: No, 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 no. How about we can't elect her for any her or any of her scenes for any of the uh, any of the bits? Yeah. Okay. If I'm there's something notable. That. I think we we owe it to our fan to talk about it.
1: Okay. All right. And That's fair. So we can yeah. talk about it, but it's so she, bad it can't even make badder David Lynch.
0: <laughs> it's it's just a given at this point.
1: I'm ugh, I'm offended that like I bet the first season and a half David Lynch people were suggesting this David was like, "No, guys, we can't do it. Guys, we can't do it." And then once David Lynch left the writing room, suddenly the writers were like, "Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Finally, that old Finally is Lynch gone. is out. We yep. can
1: do these dream plots we've all been thinking of. <laughs> this is gold. gold, I tell you. <laughs> Lynch didn't know. Lynch didn't know how, how perfect this was. Oh, Jesus Christ.: oh.
0: Yeah, it's, it's rough, man. It's okay, rough. Although for weirdest character, I actually um, so I, I assumed that you were going to talk about Nadine, uh, which is why I
1: you know what for, you know what for this episode she she who will not be named
0: sure <laughs> you know we can also we can also just start referring to her as that she who must direction. not be named yeah she who must not be named okay uh, <laughs> anyway the, uh, sorry so sorry my my weirdest character was actually Ben Horn this yeah.
1: time around. Um, oh man, Ben is, I'm, man, I go back and forth on, there's, there's a, a scene, last week there was a scene with Ben where he was both really good and really bad in the same scene. Yeah. That scene with, uh, Catherine Martell. Right. Um, and I feel like this episode has another similar scene. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's just on a real big tailspin. Everything, basically everything in his life, like all of these plans that he's been setting up over the past season have just been ripped out from under him, and he's yeah. not taking it well. Yeah, because there was
1: that... he's He was looking at the the, the that super old film.
0: Yep. The, which, yeah, like the Super 8. Thing which was
1: obviously shot on video. Oh, totally. <laughs> it looks so
0: bad. <laughs> uh, actually, sorry, speaking of bad things, before I forget... Uh, since we talked about denise do you remember when uh gordon uh like gordon cole calls coop and tells him about uh dennis
1: great moment i loved it
0: yeah it's a good moment but uh (laughs) the it so doesn't sound like it's calling for it coming from a pa it literally just sounds like david lynch shouting from (laughs) behind the stage
1: yeah do you think that's what happened
0: I'm I'm pretty
1: positive that's Oh, I'm excited to watch it again.
0: No, <laughs> just that. listen for like the audio is nowhere near um Like you know when we talk to David Lynch it actually sounds like it's a phone call because it is a phone call, you know. Um but like this is just it literally sounds like he's just yelling from behind the camera.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Oh man, we're jumping all over the place. But you know what? I love that scene. <laughs> and I love the joke that they threw in there over He's talking about I don't know someone and yeah and Kim says who is it? It's Gordon, Gordon, it's Gordon Cole. Cole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, no, that's, man, that was pretty good.
1: Super solid joke. I loved it.
0: Yep. Anyway, uh, okay, yeah. So Ben Horn, he's watching the Super Eight film. Watching
1: the Super Eight, mm-hmm. great. Um, or, no, it's terrible. It's like I really wasn't. <laughs> I just there was a lot of times in this episode where I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um. But like it was just, it went on for a really long time.
0: It it really did, yeah.
1: Um, he says now is the winter of our discontent. <laughs> yep.
0: It's just um, reciting some stuff. It's fine. Is
1: that is that Hamlet?
0: I couldn't tell you. I think it's Hamlet. Sorry, English majors. I
1: think it's I think it's Hamlet. Yeah. Um, uh, Drake
0: is our Shakespeare.
1: And then good old Hank comes in. Yep. Um, and then okay, so that scene. Was just really stupid. I didn't like that.
0: Oh, so bad.
1: Um, except he looks terrible. Yeah, um,
0: he's very disheveled. He's clearly been like drinking for who knows how long. Hasn't showered in probably a long time.
1: Yeah, and then the
0: scene gets great um, <laughs> when he does the shadow puppets.
1: No, no. When he was talking to Hank, I like that scene.
0: Oh, you do like the interaction between him and? Hank? I love the interaction. I just
1: hated the part before the interaction.
0: <laughs> All of the uh, the setup. Um, yeah.
1: he's he says. Millfire again which makes right. me laugh every time
0: yeah
1: which couldn't have been an intentional joke
0: oh no it's, but I like it's not list. a joke but it you're makes just me finding laugh. this bit of writing funny
1: i love it <laughs> um, um but yeah that team was suit he was in that front of in front of that projector for so long yeah. then um you know he's upset about Catherine. right um
0: well, about the, the ghost of the state.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, it made me feel like I was on Shark Tank. He says, Ben, you're out.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Hank's quitting working for Jean Reno.
0: No, he's uh, he's quitting working for Ben. He's working for Jean Reno. I'm now. sorry. That's what I meant. Yep. Um,
1: so Reno's, you know, like, stealing it out from under him. Yep. Um, and then he just, like, goes crazy and starts making fun of them. <laughs> Yep, What's he keep saying? You're out, Ben? Yep. You're out, Ben? Um. Yeah, yeah it was great. I, I like that scene a lot. And then he starts <laughs> making a really good deer hand shadow puppet. Yeah, right? It's like, it was very well done. It's super solid. Um. Yeah, fantastic stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah, super, super weird character. Solid choice. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, you know, Denise, they want her, I don't know. Um and then she who must not be named, obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh so weirdest scene? Should weirdest we go on scene? to that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um honestly I watched this episode like three days ago. Yeah. Wait, no, I watched it yesterday, but it was early, so mm-hmm. I am having to look through this again. What is the weirdest scene? Um A lot of good choices. Um ugh. I don't know,
0: you go first. So, yeah. Um, I kind of can't decide between, Oh, I have one. I have it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You uh, say? I'll
1: say, I'll say, cause I, I don't want to influence you. No, yeah, go for it.
0: Um, I've got two here. So
1: the scene of just because it was very confusing and intentionally. So, um, the scene of coop in his room, uh, there's a tiny chessboard. Yep. He's talking about Wyndham Earl. I believe that was his former partner, right?
0: Yeah, and r- a couple of episodes ago, Wyndham Earl sent him a chess deal.
1: Yes. So he's looking at that, and then he's has like a letter, but it just reads Pro Q4. Yeah,
0: that that's a chess deal. What does that mean? A pawn to Q4.
1: Why does it say it- Pro, though?
0: Mm. Are you sure that's a chess thing? Hold on. I, I would need to see it to... If you have the time code, I can pull it up here.
1: I looked it up. It was I. It it, it said it right. In, I wrote it down. It said Pro Q Four, hmm. which I'm getting absolutely no results from. So I must have gotten it wrong.
0: I am. Let's see. I'm positive that that is a chess deal, though. You think so? Yeah, it, it's the slip of paper that Wyndham Earl sent him. What does it mean? I'm and that's what I'm thinking. I don't think that it says pro. I think it says pawn.
1: Uh can I not read?
0: Maybe. Let's see, where is this? Where is this? Oh I think I might have it. Hold on.
1: I see P dash Q four.
0: Okay, I'm at the scene. Let's see. It's P to Q four. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, it's pawn to Q4.
1: I read that very wrong. Oh my god. I was kind of distracted. (laughs) Ridiculous.
0: Yeah, no, that's a chess deal. So if people play correspondence chess, that's how it's written.
1: Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that was a very weird scene. Um uh he says uh something about a classical confrontation. Yeah, it, over a it, over a, a tape. He listened to a tape from Winemere, right?
0: Right. Yeah, Winemere is clearly very into chess. And insane. Yes, but the like how he's referring to that, like there's a very large library of chess moves. Like chess has been basically dissected to the point of really there not being a point in playing it much anymore. Yeah. Um like, there are books upon books upon books just written about chess and how to play it and, like, historical moves. Um, so he's, like, he's referring to this, like, sort of storied history of chess when he speaks about it in those terms. Huh. Yeah. It, like, yeah, a lot of the chess talk he's not pulling from nowhere, but he is, like, flowering it up with his craziness.
1: Yeah. but um, yeah. And it ends with, uh, the king must, this king must die. Um so yeah great weird scene super creepy um mm-hmm. um I'm super into it um this is going to after ooh I'm excited to tell you about my new our my mystery segment but I'll get to we'll, we'll get to it soon Sure um what do you have for your weirdest scene Kyle Was that I'm, one of the two you
0: had I'm going with James and the blonde Oh boy Yeah uh whose that name is Evelyn that Marsh
1: deserve, That's not that doesn't deserve it for me
0: For weirdest scene w- yeah,
1: it's too bad to be weird.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh which It is um, also a
0: contender for my bad but not David Lynch. So there's
1: two there's two scenes with them, right?
0: Yeah, there's the one in the bar, which and is then, very uncomfortable.
1: Which is very uncomfortable. And then one of her of him at her garage and that one's very uncomfortable as well. Yeah,
0: fixing her husband's car.
1: Yeah, this is this is bad. This is very bad.
0: Totally. Now, fun fact that's not confirmed, but I've heard rumors about this, and I, I can't I can't confirm that this was the case.
1: Was she having sex with someone on the crew?
0: No. Um, what I've heard is that this what we're he- what we're seeing now. Because I'll spoil it a little bit. This isn't the last of what we've seen <laughs> with Evelyn Marsh. Um, apparently, James on his bike was supposed to be. According to a rumor that is unsubstantiated, like I can't find a source that like confirms or denies this. But this is what I've heard. Apparently, James and his bike was supposed to basically be like a spinoff show. Oh boy! Where it's literally just James Hurley driving around the countryside, meeting weird people. That's it. And this is like going to be kind of like the first thing. Was this then- like a
1: cinema? Because it seems like a, like a Cinemax sex show, you know.
0: It's yeah. It's certainly like blocked that way, and like the yeah. it's really... shot that
1: way. It has the tone of it. It's not good.
0: Yeah. But so, I don't think it was. It was never like greenlit or anything like that. But that was like the intention of it. But then yeah. when it was clear that the show was you know tanking in the ratings and they were not going to get any sort of spinoff, they folded it back into this show. Oh boy. Yeah.
1: Once they realized it was a bad idea, they're like, well, let's put it on Twin Peaks.
0: Right. Well, they probably thought, just like with the whole Nadine plot, oh, man, this is great. David <laughs> Lynch is not here to tell us that we can't do this. Oh, the network's also telling us that we can't do this as a separate thing. But this is still our show, so we're going to just put it in here because it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I remember, oh, what is this? uh Here's, my, here's some of my notes that I wrote on this. We get it. James is cool. <laughs> this actress is terrible. Yeah. Um, Evelyn Marsh, which is a terrible name. Really? I wasn't a fan of it. Eh,
0: the name is fine. It's I a wasn't name. a fan
1: of it. Um, I wrote, what's up with Their tooth?
0: Oh, yeah. She has a dead tooth. Yeah, I don't think it's a
1: dead tooth. It might have been the camera, the angle of the camera.
0: No. Uh, In future episodes, you'll see it. It's permanently discolored. It's a dead tooth. Is this real life or is this a,
1: do you think this is a part of the character?
0: No, that, like, that actress has a dead tooth. Uh, can't they fix that somehow? Uh, I I think you just have to get a new tooth. Could you? Okay.
1: Well, anyways.
0: Sorry. Yeah, that like was you have a, to get, a, like, a porcelain front.
1: I feel childish that I even wrote that down, but I noticed yeah, that. Yeah,
0: it it's, I I have, a, I have similar conflicting feelings. Because it is something, like, when she speaks and, like, really opens her mouth or, like, smiles, it's like, What's up with that tooth? Because we're so accustomed to like having people with perfect teeth everywhere. Yeah. Hey, and I have terrible teeth. (laughs) Yeah. Your, your teeth is just, your mouth is just half dead. Oh yeah. I don't have teeth. (laughs) Anyways.
1: Uh, Um, he ends the conversation with mind if I play the box first. Yeah. And then he turns on like carnival music.
0: Oh yeah. No, it's, uh, it's one of the songs I'm pretty sure that Audrey plays. A few episodes, like in season one, I want to say.
1: It sounds like carnival music.
0: It totally... Oh, no, no, no. No, No, it's it's the music that Bobby plays in the pilot as he goes into the R&R and he's like, catch you later, Norma. I'm going to leave you something before I go. And he puts on a song. And yeah, it's that weird carnival music thing.
1: Why, Why are they playing carnival music?
0: I don't know. Oh um,
1: man, it's it, okay. Hold on. This this works right in the next segment bad or David Lynch. This is this is the worst part <laughs> of the show.
0: Cuz it's not even like There it bad but not David Lynch. We, Lynch we can't with, put this on his shoulders.
1: At least okay, bad oh, I'm sorry. I'm for you did bad but not David Lynch.
0: Yeah.
1: Um they at least with Nadine and with Denise they're trying something that they probably wasn't on TV a lot in the in 1991, you know?
0: Sure. I but wouldn't love those two like, together necessarily, but yeah. But this is just an
1: easy thing to do. <laughs> like.
0: What, j- just have James meet just an like, older woman?
1: Uh, just two people meeting in a bar and him <laughs> working on a car. It could be like a, th- a normal thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, it doesn't
1: uh, need to be bad.
0: It will get more complicated than just that uh i won't tell you how but
1: yeah but for it, now it's just bad and it could be good it's
0: very bad yeah huh. um and like you were saying it's not even it doesn't even seem like it's not even just that the premise is bad uh I, like with last week's episode we were saying for a lot of this stuff the premise is good but it's just executed poorly the premise is also just not great this time <laughs>
1: <right>. <laughs> it's just bad yeah all right what's your uh bad but not david lynch
0: well, that was one of them, but since we're taking that off the table, um, and
1: we're taking he who
0: she shall not, not be named, be named. Um, yeah, I wrote. Uh, I've got a couple still. I think uh, Josie's plot is still just not interesting. Like,
1: can, can you give me like? So I, I was kind of distracted while I was watching the episode. <laughs> let's let's be let's be honest. Oh boy, I was kind of tired. Uh, um. And I was like about to take a nap.
0: You were Netflixing and chilling.
1: No, I I was I was I was by myself. Right. Um uh okay. Do you want me to do you, like, explain there's, what
0: happened basically?
1: there's the scene where Truman goes to find Josie. Yep and he takes off his belt and starts kissing her neck, which made me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> I felt like I saw a very <laughs> personal moment between two people. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, I don't want to, it just, I felt like watching like my parents. Like <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you're, you're saying Sheriff Truman is like your father. Sure.
1: Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I was just, I was just like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Um, uh, and then, no, but like him taking off his belt was just so like.
0: <laughs> that is a <laughs> weird article of clothing to remove. Like that and only that.
1: He just takes off the belt. <laughs> And it's, like, a big, like, tool belt thing, too.
0: Sure. Oh,
1: it's probably his police belt. It just felt very, it, it felt like what would have happened after, between the two scenes with James and that lady. <laughs> if this was, like, a terrible, like, Cinemax movie. Sure. Anyways. Um, she yeah. tells some story about herself as a kid. Right. And I just, I, it was so soap opery, I was not paying attention.
0: Yeah, she tells him about her employer. Um, uh, What is his name? Like Thomas Eckhart?
1: Yeah, and she had to get out, so that's why she married... um, Andrew. uh, What's his name? Andrew Martell. Andrew Martell. Yeah. The dead Andrew Martell at this point.
0: Right, yeah. And uh, whose murder, it's basically implied that she helped orchestrate six months prior, which opened her up to start dating uh, Truman. Yeah. So, yeah, there's all that. And then basically, Catherine, it, like, wait, later so her,
1: on, wait, hold on. Huh? Just to back up, what? what was the thing about her? She, what What was her job? Uh, Does she not explain she was just an employee?
0: Yeah, she's just an employee. Uh, and her
1: boss was just like abusive or what?
0: I Pretty much. I mean, it, it was very clearly not an actual, like, not a boss employee relationship. It was much more intense than that okay in depth than that like thomas eckhart like she was with thomas eckhart like romantically Ooh, as well
1: okay uh so unhealthy she wasn't happy and yeah with the help of uh Martel, she got out of there
0: exactly yeah um but then what complicates that is the stuff that happened earlier with the assistant who she said was her cousin um
1: Wait, was that actually your
0: cousin? No, it wasn't. It was another employee of Thomas Eckert. Um, He comes by and says... Did they just find her?
1: Had they been trying to find her and they just found her now?
0: I think so. I think that's kind of what we're led to believe. Um, But it's also the way that he speaks about things, it's kind of implied that Thomas Eckert uh, sort of commanded Josie to take out Andrew. Mm -hmm. Maybe. It's, it's kind of unclear, but intentionally so at this point. Like, you're not supposed to be able to track everything right now, I think. Um, but then, yeah, so after all that, Josie goes and confesses basically the exact same stuff to Catherine. And then Catherine decides, okay, I'm going to use this as blackmail and leverage, essentially, to have you become my personal assistant, which is really weird.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then after Josie leaves... Uh, Andrew Martell comes out from the back, and it's like, "Oh my God, he didn't die!" Whoa! Yeah, yeah. You like, know
1: what? What? I like that scene of him coming back. I was I. <laughs> that's why I, I even if if not for that last scene, I wouldn't even asked you to explain the Josie stuff.
0: <laughs> but does that kind of make sense? Though?
1: Yeah, it, it it totally does. Right. Um like,
0: I, I get that that scene was was kind of, you know, like the scene was well done. I still think. This plot is so much more interesting on paper than it is in execution.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I. Um, we're we're so all over the place, but yeah. Um, I don't think it's not my favorite scene, but I'll I'll, I'll talk about none. Um, I was like my mind was being blown. Why while, uh, while I was watching, I was like, oh man, Andrew's still alive. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Catherine, Catherine's so cool. She's saying, like, you work for me now. You're my, like, maid or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, It's such a soap opera thing, but I'm actually interested in this. Um, <laughs> really? Um, it's, it's crazy. So, Interesting. So, are we to believe right now that Catherine and Andrew, per, like, they work together to fake his death? Yes. Just, but that's such a long con. <laughs>
0: Yeah, totally. And those are the long cons that are only in soap operas.
1: Did they even uh, know about Josie bef- when they planned it?
0: I'm sure they must have. Because she was married to Andrew for a while.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we'll also just have to keep watching, Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: but I love that uh, Josie Packard works for Kate now. That's crazy.
0: Right. And um, then also for Bad But Not David Lynch, uh, the whole Little Nikki thing. Should we talk about that? Yeah,
1: it's got it's it has what's his face, Dick Tremaine. Dick Tremaine. I like Dick Tremaine. Yep. Um, There's a few. This whole plot is so heavy-handed about how like Dick Tremaine is is only taking this guy this kid out for a malt a A malted sorry a malted because he wants to impress Lucy, but Andy's the type of guy. Who would be a great father. Ugh, right. We get it. It's exactly. hitting us over the head so hard.
0: Yeah, and they're not done with that. head's up.
1: Yeah, and they call it the, the yeah, they keep calling it a malty. Malted. A malted, sorry. And <laughs> they keep calling it Little Nicky, too.
0: Yeah. Which
1: begs the question, the movie Little Nicky, is that named after this show? Probably not, right?
0: <laughs> I'd like to think so.
1: It'd be weird if it was, right? Um, a, a very,
0: very big departure from the source material if it was. Honestly, I don't mind it that much. I like Dick Tremaine. So you, your like of Dick Tremaine allowed you to get through those scenes.
1: Yeah, I totally got through it. The scene, ugh. but the scene with them where they're spilling malt all over the place and Andy slips or something. Or
0: so he, Andy goes to grab something, but then. As he's coming back, little Nikki, who's—it's basically setting up the fact that little Nikki's like a hellraiser, essentially. Uh, what a
1: stupid like trope!
0: Oh, one hundred percent. That said, that's what's going on here. Have you
1: have you heard of the movie Problem Child? No, but it sounds awful. They made two movies where it's about like like R-rated movies in the nineteen eighties about like a kid who's like a little stinker, and he like raises trouble for his parents. Oh boy. Yeah, like, he'll, like, put, like, peanut butter in their socks.
0: Uh, it's like, ugh. Yeah, that is that is basically what's going on here. Yeah, uh, boy. Yeah, because he, he, like, gets his malted on Dick Tremaine's face somehow. I'm not sure how that exa- exactly happens.
1: They don't, they don't really explain what he's doing to them.
0: No, it just kind of is like a Three Stooges situation.
1: Oh, boy. It's but, rough.
0: Yeah, so Andy's about to sit back down, and as he's about to, little Nicky like spins his bar stool, which this is physically impossible to do, but as he sits down, the motion of the bar stool spins him off of it.
1: But it really doesn't make sense.
0: No, because if you, if you spin a bar stool and sit on it, your weight and the force that you're applying down to it is going to stop the bar stool spinning. You're not going to fly s- off with it.
1: I mean, okay, let's unless as long as we go for it. I, I have a physics degree. If it was spinning really if if it was a very heavy bar stool and it was really sticky.
0: Right. You would have to but then if it was sticky enough where you stuck to it, you would have to be spinning so fast that you would like the friction would got like be ugh it couldn't yeah. be so
1: fr- It would be after spinning fast and it would have to be heavy. Yeah. Which means that this kid's super strong,
0: right? Exactly. This
1: is a very stupid bit.
0: Yes, I felt stupid
1: because I couldn't understand it. I'm glad to know that you what, that you couldn't understand what was happening either.
0: I mean, no, I, I caught it. That is what's happening. It's just like Tex Avery rules. Oh boy, it's rough. Yeah. And,
1: and let's not even talk about that one.
0: Yeah, can little Nikki be he who shall not be named?
1: Absolutely sure. <laughs> little Nikki, God. Okay. That kid grew up to be Adam Sandler.
0: Yep. Little um, dumb fact. Uh, Worst police work. Let's let's stop talking about what's bad in this episode.
1: Yeah. Can we just not do worse police work? Police works fine in this episode.
0: Yeah. My only my only thing was a uh, Coop's testimony to infer- internal affairs. Again, just like with uh, Truman, it's a cool moment for the character, but practically speaking, it's a bad move. I wrote down his defense is very philosophical, and basically uh, he, it's not a defense i wrote down what he wrote like what he said should i go through the transcript sure do you not want me to no it's fine right. Go for it. Go, yeah. go. I feel go. Like let's get people on the same uh the same page get me on the page uh so cooper so the uh the internal affairs agent's name is roger uh cooper roger i know the moves i'm supposed to make and i know the board And Roger replies, so, Cooper, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, and I've started to focus out beyond the edge of the board at a bigger game. That's
1: the first quote I wrote from this conversation. Started to focus out beyond the edge of the board.
0: Yeah. Because it's a chess chess metaphor. Um, But
1: that's not a... I don't even think that's a chess thing, though. Starting to focus out beyond the edge of the board, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, he's about to explain it. And then, so, Roger goes, what game? Cooper. The sound wind makes through the pines, the sentience of animals, what we fear in the dark and what lies beyond the darkness. Roger, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Cooper, I'm talking about seeing beyond fear, Roger, about looking at the world with love. Roger, they're liable to extradite you for murder and drug trafficking. Cooper, these are things I cannot control.
1: And then that's it. It's very philosophical.
0: (laughs) Very philosophical, also not a defense.
1: Yeah, he plays it so calm and professional, though. If um, anything,
0: that's the testimony of a serial murderer. Yeah, it, but,
1: but it makes him look cool. <laughs> right, right. Because because we already like Coop, it makes him look cool. The fact oh, yeah. that, he's, that he's above defending himself. It's an
0: awesome character moment, really bad moment as a detective.
1: <laughs> yeah, right I enough. also yeah, like yeah. how later on, um, who's uh, when he's talking to Denise, and Denise is totally on board with it being a frame job, you know, like... Denise is like, yeah, it's probably a frame. But
0: like- Yeah, it's the exact same situation as with um James and Harry. Yeah, you you shouldn't just, just
1: be like, yeah, sure, it's probably yeah, it's probably a frame. <laughs> don't don't be like
0: that. It's like, no, you, you got, at least Denise, Denise does go above and beyond, and she does say, Yeah, I, it looks like a frame, but I'm gonna need evidence, man. <laughs> Harry was just like, Yeah, I get it, James, you're fine. Yeah. Denise is actually like, no, Cooper, that's not how this
1: works. Yeah, we totally agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, where's police work? Oh, man. Mystery bit. Ready for my mystery bit? I'm so excited I'm about this. I'm so ready for it. Um, okay. here Here is the um, mystery bit, which I think you're going to like so much that we're going to do it every week. Ready?
0: We'll see. Yeah.
1: What storylines do we actually care about?
0: Ooh. <laughs> yeah, how has that not been a thing? How has that not been a bit we've been doing? Oh god. <laughs> I think in in our defense, I think it needed to be something that was slowly revealed to us that Oh yeah, there are plot lines that are just not going to be interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So in in to to make it quicker, let's say what plot lines we don't care about. Um so I guess we'll just go back and forth cuz there's quite a lot.
0: Right. Well, we we should do both. We should clarify which we which we care about, which we don't. All
1: okay, right. Let's do the ones we don't care. I mean there aren't that many plot lines. The yeah. stuff about Josie Packard, I yeah. I didn't care about at all until the end of the episode when uh we see that Andrew Martell is alive. Yeah. And that Kate's involved in her life again, I care about Josie Packard. What do you think about Josie Packard?
0: Oh my god. I with the reveal of Andrew, I would put it... Uh, if it's a scale, I would definitely... like. If it's a gradient, I would definitely move it closer towards caring about no, it. No, it's, it's, it's either
1: you care or you don't care. It's There's still no, in the not care. You're in point. the not care. Yeah. Oh, bummer. Um, all right, what else we got? What's another, what's another plot line? James. Uh, don't care at all.
0: <laughs> Do not care.
1: Uh, um, let's see. Uh, Ed Horn? Ben Horn, I totally care. Yep, care about it. Uh, Coop, uh, I totally care.
0: Yeah, Windham Earls, all that stuff.
1: Um, She Who Shall Not Be Named. Don't care. Don't care. Um, uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named. Don't care. Don't care. Um, What about just Andy? Do you care about what's happening with him?
0: Uh, I care about what happens with Lucy, and he's a part of that.
1: And Lucy isn't even in the episode, though. I know. It's like a bottle episode of plot. <laughs> there, story-wise, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, and Denise. Uh, like, do we care about Denise? I think I like care about Denise.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, she doesn't have much of a plot at this point. She's just kind of in there to investigate Coop.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think those are all the plots. I think we actually did go through all the big plot lines.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are there are some that weren't in this episode. Like, oh um, wait, no, there
1: totally is one. What? Um, uh, Garland Briggs being gone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I totally care.
0: Yep. Care about that. Um, um, but then, like we did, Bobby oh, yeah, and Shelly.
1: Uh, we didn't see Bobby at all.
0: No. Yeah. Nor Nor Shelly, but we care about them. I'm guessing.
1: I kind of don't care about them that much right what? now. What? This stuff about. Uh, the fact that the insurance fraud, the insurance fraud, I definitely don't care about, right? Um, but the fact that um, Leo might be conscious, yeah, um, you don't care it, about that, not really. Interesting, the show's really doing a Terry Shivel, really pulling a Terry Shivel oh, oh
0: boy, <laughs> he's saying it needs to pull the plug.
1: No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying I, like, I bet the show wants to get into a Terry, Ch- Terry Shiva situation. Oh, brother. And hit that stuff. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's a topical <laughs> reference, right?
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Uh, Do you think I could make a good Terry Schiavo joke on, on Facebook?
0: <laughs> It'd be tough. It'd be a challenge.
1: Do you think I could get one that your ex-girlfriend Dana would like?
0: Uh maybe that's that's an even greater challenge. <laughs>
1: I've I've pitched her some pretty rough jokes that she's been that she's liked.
0: <laughs> uh well, give it a shot. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I'll work on it. Let's see. How about the mayor and his brother?
1: Um, so that was his brother getting married, right? Yeah. Um I you know what? I liked it. I like I like that wedding scene a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but do we care about the plot?
1: Um yeah, because I like him.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, let's um, see. Norman. I, I and like Hank? how
1: Truman is like he's apparently really good friends with the mayor's brother. <laughs> <laughs> like the like he's going up to him during the wedding and he's like, Hey, you gotta put this girl under arrest. And he's like, Oh, whatever your name is. What's his name?
0: Uh oof. You don't care enough. I, yeah, I can never remember the, the brother. I know it's the uh I think you it's know what? Milford. I, yeah, the, we don't know
1: his. We don't know his first name. I think we don't care about him. Right. Um, um I like the mayor. The mayor's fun.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. He's a can him interrupting him in the
1: wedding. Yeah.
0: Stuff. Uh, Hank and Norma.
1: Uh, totally don't care.
0: Yep. Uh, Eddie though. Who's Eddie? Uh, Norma's stepfather.
1: Oh, and and her mother's gone now. So yeah. No.
0: Uh, Audrey? She's,
1: um... She's not in we, it. We very briefly see Audrey. She isn't really doing anything. No. Last time we saw her, she was flirting with, uh, Bobby. Bobby, yeah. And I was so excited. I've written a lot of <laughs> fan fiction about it. Right. I'm very excited about them as a couple. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, no news yet on that front.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, well. Well... If we forgot any plots, we can uh, we'll touch on them next week. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah isn't no, this a great bit? I'm so down for this. How have we not been doing this? Uh, well, we'll we'll still get some mileage out of it. It's yeah, better man, the
1: What a good co-host I am. I'm Let's, bringing this to the table. Yeah, what yeah. are you doing? What what are you bringing to the table?
0: Not a goddamn thing. Let's yeah. go on to best music cue, which. I had,
1: I had i had I had lunch with Dana the other day. She could totally replace you. <laughs> you bastard. I'm good. I'm good. The you... show wouldn't work with anyone else.
0: <laughs> no one's well, seen this show four times.
1: Well, but like also just like i I couldn't talk about Twin Peaks for <laughs> with with this, someone else
0: for literally I, uh let's see. next week. Not counting the mini-sodes, but next week we will have talked about Twin Peaks for 20 hours. Yeah. Like, I
1: talked to you about SNL, <laughs> and I haven't even seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Neither of us have seen
0: it. <laughs> we both have very strong opinions.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. it's like that, man, we really got to start an SNL podcast. There are these guys. Um, uh, the He's a writer for HuffPo and then a writer from HitFix.
0: Yeah, you're telling me about this. They like, they're really two, good writers. I read jags.
1: all their pieces on SNL, Sure, but they just don't have uh, they just don't know each other.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'd Unfortunately, be the
1: neither of us watch, watch SNL, uh, which yeah. means doing a podcast about it pretty difficult. <laughs> Can we do a podcast about SNL next?
0: Mm, maybe.
1: Think about how easy it'll be. We'll do like, it, it's like 10 shows a year, 12 shows a year.
0: Yeah, that's true. Let,
1: let, we'll talk about it.
0: It's not even every week.
1: Yeah, that's that's also very true. I'm gonna I'm gonna totally sell you on this. All right,
0: I'm okay. I probably won't need very much convincing.
1: Yeah, because I'm gonna want a project, but like once Twin Peaks is done, <laughs> I need something that's a little less strenuous than once a week. Sure. And we've right. really been doing this once a week. I think we should give ourselves more. Like, we don't need to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no God, we seriously don't need to. But yeah. uh, No I consistency's like king though.
1: Anyways, let's. Oh man, we've been talking forever.
0: Best music cue. <laughs>
1: Uh, pass on that.
0: Uh, one thing that I liked was the uh, guitar arrangement of Laura's theme when Ben's home movies played. I thought that was just kind of a
1: oh yeah, that was nice. Yeah,
0: um, that's, that's also uh, they
1: used a uh, new uh, they used that song and that footage on the closing credits. Yep, which is fitting. I it, it was weird that they used Laura in the right. in the previous ones. Yeah,
0: it's almost like they heard you complaining. Uh, yeah. twenty four years in the future. Yeah.
1: Oh hey, can I bring up one more thing that I should probably talk about? Yeah. Um one of the very few things that I knew about Twin Peaks before I started turned out to be wrong. Oh yeah. Um I had had there was I was under the impression that Coop uh was a transvestite. I thought I knew that there was a, a transvestite character in the show. Oh. I had had a picture in my mind of um, of like, you know, a, d- a dude in his early thirties, uh, in, uh, <laughs> in drag. Yeah. In Twin Peaks. That's like one of the pictures I had. And I assumed it was, uh, um, Dale Cooper. Cooper. No, I mean, it's Fox I mean, the, Mulder. I mean, those two actors look kind of similar and they're of similar age and mm. of handsomeness.
0: They both have chins that draw attention to them. They're both
1: handsome guys who were mostly known in the nineties. Sure. um, Uh, but yeah, so I was, when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Um, also it's weird that Duchovny's on the show.
0: You mean it's great that he's on it?
1: See, but like, I've never watched the X-Files. So I, I know Duchovny as the guy who does X-Files, even though I've never watched it. You know what
0: I mean? I've not gotten to the seasons where apparently it starts falling apart. But once he, like the first four seasons are very entertaining.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like he's famous in a way where like, I know he's famous, but, like, I have no reason to care about him. Yeah. Which the, is, like, how I was about Billy Bob Thornton until I watched <laughs> Fargo. And I, then I was that. like, oh, Billy Bob Thornton's an amazing actor. Right, right, right. But before then, I was like, oh, Billy Bob Thornton's just, like, a celebrity.
0: <laughs> just a dude. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but, speaking of David Duchovny, should we get into a favorite character? Please. So, um, first off, do you think it's Coop? No, he's he's good in this episode, but he's yeah, good, but I don't think he you. has enough to do.
1: Right. Um. Yeah. Um. Because my favorite character was Denise. Nice. Yep. Yeah. I, think, we, I, we've, th- I, I I think I'll warm up to Denise, but I think the show was just playing Denise for too much of like a wow factor.
0: I still. Um, there's, I don't want to like be a dead horse about this. I still think there is an element of that. Yes. I'll concede that without a doubt. I still think with, especially with a lot of the character reactions, there might be some of that going on, but as for someone, I don't know, for me, I, I more interpreted it as like characters who are older, middle-aged people in a conservative state in 1991, like meeting a trans person for the first time, and like yeah. them kind of handling it in a way that's like, you know, all things considered, it's not the best, but it's better than it could have been, you know. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah. I They're, mean, hey, I'm, I'm I'm not being all I'm not like upset at the show for doing it. It's just the idea right. just didn't seem quite right, right? Yeah, um, but that's totally solid choice. Yep,
0: yeah. and, and I will uh, I've already explained basically why how I'm, big of
1: a factor of it is it for you that you like david Duchovny?
0: i mean it's part of it it like he definitely is not <laughs> he's not really like acting acting you know he's basically just himself as a woman
1: yeah but like barely as a woman yeah totally <laughs> like he's st- he's kind of brown out still yeah uh, but i think that's part of the character okay right, I, exactly.
0: and he's just being charming he's like it, it's basically if coop were trans yeah, feel like which is
1: Denise. what I thought the plot was. Yeah. Um well okay. I shouldn't you're, say that. You're They're... making me you're making me warm up to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, she she's gonna be around for at least a couple of episodes. All so. right,
1: good, good. Yeah. Um and also um the fact that Denise is on Coop's side and uh
0: yeah. Yeah, totally. She's very level headed and reasonable and all this stuff. She's not like into the zen buddhism stuff that coop is but she's just very chill in her own way and yeah it's great
1: yeah um hey uh also really small thing Mm -hmm. um the mayors or the who's the mayor's brother again what's his name i can't
0: can't remember the first name i know that they're the milford brothers anyways his wife
1: what is is that a famous actress she looks really familiar
0: not that i'm aware of
1: okay she kind of looks like amy adams
0: yeah, I I can kind of see it. They have similar hair.
1: I mean, it definitely isn't Amy Adams, no, but yeah. Um, I did look up to see if it was Amy Adams <laughs> when I was watching it.
0: I mean, you're not you're not wrong to do so. Heather Graham is in this show.
1: Oh, man. I, they, I think that's what made me think it was Amy Adams, because I'm like, <laughs> someone who's pretty famous now did it. I'm
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, excited to see her. Big yep. fan of it. And she must have been really young when they did it, right?
0: Uh. She is, yeah. I think it was like one of, if not her first role. Does she play one
1: of the a high schooler? Don't tell me. Yeah, Don't I'm not going to tell you. She must play a high schooler, though.
0: We'll get to that when we get to that. Who's your she, favorite
1: character? Ooh, hmm. Um, I think I'm going, I'm kind of stuck right now between Garland's wife. Ooh, Betty um, Briggs. Yeah. Betty Briggs. Um, I think her scene is really good with uh, with Coop.
0: I do like how she mentions this isn't anything to her character, but the in the scene she mentions that Garland was talking about the woods to her constantly. Like she uses the <laughs> word constantly. <laughs> it just seems like really bad dinner conversation to have with your wife. Yeah, <laughs> something's um, going wrong so, with those woods. Um, oh, I know, but I dear. Thought
1: her, Just the way that she's like so like spacey, like Garland is.
0: Yeah. But she's um, like, she's simultaneously spacey, but on top of it, like if they ask her a question she, and it breaches confidentiality, she'll be like, nope, it's classified. Like yeah. she's there, but she is kind of yeah, spaced out.
1: And she doesn't even seem super, she doesn't seem super worried.
0: No. Because she's like, like well, well, he, leaves
1: for, he leaves for work sometimes. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> see him. That's um, funny. uh, but I really liked her. Um, I, Man, that that whole family, the whole Briggs family, it's so good. Oh, they're great.
0: They, um, yeah, they could have been a much bigger focal point of the series, and I would have loved it.
1: Is the actor who plays Garland Briggs? Is he coming back in uh, the new show? He died. Oh yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure you're the one who told me that.
1: Oh, uh, I probably did. Yeah. Um, um, I do. I did. I was reading some Wikipedia. Not much though. Don't worry about <sighs> it. Um. And that Catherine Martell is coming back in the next uh, series. Right, yeah. Which I'm really happy about. Yeah. Um, I really like her. I think, um, with the
0: exception of uh, Harry Truman, any actor who's still alive is coming back.
1: No, I thought, um, uh, what's her face? Oh, and um, possibly Donna. Donna. Donna's a comeback. She's, she's not too good for the Twin Peaks reboot.
0: No, she's really not. She, she, does,
1: she thinks she is, though.
0: Hmm.
1: I, don't, I don't know why I'm saying this.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see.
1: Um, uh, but I liked her. The whole break family is great. Um, also I was looking at, um, pictures of, uh, the actress who plays Catherine Martell when she was young. Yeah. She's like you... super good looking. Yeah. Um, uh, anyways, um, sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, <laughs> I liked her. I like Gordon Cole.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think my favorite character is going to have to be, um,
0: Ben, oh Ben Horn!
1: I like Ben Horn. Yeah. I just like he's he's having fun. He's I feel like <laughs> since Leland's gone, he's really taken over uh, his 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 stuff.
0: The Crazy Train, yeah.
1: Yep. Um, just like he's so like disheveled and he looks terrible. Yeah.
0: There's and, uh, there's gonna be some stuff that happens in the upcoming few episodes. That's gonna be more of that.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I love it. Hey, yeah. um, is the actor, is Leland Con back? I hope he is.
0: Ray Wise? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Well, I
1: mean, his character's dead.
0: Right. No, you uh, you mentioned this last week. Yeah, Ray Wise is, I think, confirmed to come back. And like, what I was saying is, I think how they're going to do that will either be flashback sequences or stuff in the Red Room.
1: Oh, man, I hope so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, oh, he's great. Um. Anyways, but yeah, I'm going to give it to... uh. I'm going to give it to um Ben, old Ben.
0: Mm.
1: Nice. Um
0: a solid right. pick.
1: Solid pick. Uh favorite scene. Um do you want
0: to take this one first? Uh,
1: um I think I'll go with the scene with Coop and uh Betty Briggs. Um Oh yeah. It's just like I I was just like riveted the whole time I was watching it. Um it, a huge factors that I care about Garland, Right. and I think Betty and Coop are awesome in it too. Um,
0: it also adds I like that she court. says
1: that um, it's significant that it was in the woods, right? Uh, which is a very, which sounds very much like something a writer for the show wrote, <laughs> just like to themselves, yeah. like it should be significant.
0: Is written off in the margin, and then someone is like, "Hey, we should just throw that in there." Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, we already talked about it, but, uh, I like that scene a lot. Yeah.
0: Uh, what do you got? Uh, my favorite scene was the reception. Oh, solid choice. Very yeah. solid choice. Yeah. It's just really well done. I like the, uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about it, but, uh, Pete's just utter distaste for the mayor and like mm-hmm. hating being there at his table. Is I, great.
1: I, I wrote down during the actual wedding scene. I said, Pete should be in this scene. Yeah because <laughs> you can totally picture Pete, even though I didn't know what his relationship was, it's just like a boring wedding scene. I picture Pete just in the background, just being like either loving the wedding or hating the wedding. <laughs> I want him. I want to see what, what Pete thinks about it.
0: And luckily your prayers were answered. In the um, reception.
1: yeah, good, uh, good reception. Um, the, uh, it's
0: so the whole, bad. like, uh, the Milford brother who got married <laughs> being, you know, cutesy and, uh, with when he's dancing with his wife, and yeah, he does the whole lean over to Truman and is like, "Arrest this woman; she's too br- like pretty to be in this county or whatever." Who's the one who
1: says, "I use my brain for thinking, not my garden hose"? Oh. I think that's Pete. Oh, uh, I whoever don't... said it, it made me sad. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, um, yeah, but someone said, "I use my brain for thinking, not my garden hose."
0: It's either that or the mayor. I think it
1: might have been the mayor's wife. Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Um, but Audrey and Coop dance, and I like that. Yeah, uh, that, that was made cute. me happy.
0: And that was also—it's also the scene where Coop has that long convo with Denise, and it's basically just David Duchovny being charismatic yeah. as Denise. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Um, I don't I'm, know. Yeah, good stuff. It's a feel-good scene. Um,
1: yeah, and just like Great Northern in general. Um, and, but I also really good scene. Um, that final scene, just great soap opera stuff that I was actually liking. <laughs> Where it Andrew made me care out. about Josie Packard, which I didn't know was possible.
0: It's still, uh, it's getting there, but man, it's not, it's not quite there for interesting yet.
1: Also revealing that Andrew Martell is alive right now is like,
0: it's a weird choice.
1: It's a really weird choice, especially because like, Unless, if I was doing this podcast, I probably would have been like,
0: who? <laughs> who the hell You is know that? what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like, it was a big, like, no one talks about Andrew Martel being dead anymore. No.
0: Because That's there's, like there's no hint of the possibility that he might be alive. It really came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um,
1: um, but yeah, uh, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, but I like that scene. Um, can I say one more note that I wanted to talk about? Yeah, really I, I have one in.
0: thing to bring up too, and then I'm I'm pretty much done for this app. Oh, this is such a small note. Oh, this is when,
1: um, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, who's the goddamn guy helping the lady with her car? James. James. uh. James and that lady. Yeah. Um, when he's in the garage in there, he's like he's like she's like oh. Maybe you could stay for room and board, keep me company while my husband's out of town. Mm. I, mean, I was terrible with that. Anyways,
0: uh, um, you weren't uh, very. <laughs> it was pretty similar to the actor. That's yeah, uh,
1: my my summary right there.
0: Right. Um, the delivery was on par.
1: No, I'm saying I'm sorry. When I was saying I was terrible at that, about about that, I meant my attitude towards that is terrible. Oh 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 oh. Um, I was gonna say your he, acting. Uh, is- He's wiping grease off his hands the entire time they're having that speech. Yeah. And his hands are completely clean.
0: <laughs> There's,
1: his hands are spotless, and he's, like, rubbing them very, very lightly with a cloth while they're having this conversation.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a film flub. Um,
1: and also, um, oh, wait, sorry, two more things. Oh, yeah. Um, one is during that scene. She says, where do you want to go? And he said, it's not a place. It's a feeling. Yep. Um, and the other one w- was, Wait, was that
0: when he was fixing it or when they were in the bar?
1: Uh, that's when he's fixing it. Okay. Um, and then in previous scene, um, where, where they were getting malt, maltese, malted, malted, as in malted um, milk ball. The kid says like, gee, thanks. And it's eighty yeah. yard, really, really poorly. Like, you see his <laughs> mouth. You see his mouth. He's, like, about to drink it. And he says, like, oh, gee, thanks. And his mouth does not move. <laughs> Great. Great it was It was very, very, like, I rewound it to watch it again. Because <laughs> it was so weird seeing a character talk with their mouth completely shut. <laughs> Which is something that they could do in some David Lynch scenes. Yep. But in this one, it's clearly just an error. <laughs>
0: again um, bad but not david lynch yeah yeah
1: um anyways what's your uh what's so your final note
0: my last note cuz actually we we pretty much talked on everything else which i'm kind of surprised at but um it also has to deal with james james uh talks so he's talking with evelyn and i think it was right around when he talks about like it's not a place it's a feeling he talks about uh sometimes when he's riding his motorcycle, he'll just, like, ride it out at night and then flip off the lights and then just gun it down the highway. Oh.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Which is obviously um, something that um, True Detective Season 2. Yeah.
0: That borrowed. image is 100% just the same. That is exactly what... Uh, were
1: pe- were people writing that True Detective Season 2 and, like, was based on this? Mm.
0: I I don't think so.
1: Um, because there's so many similar things.
0: Yeah, uh, but that, that image is just like one for one. You don't see James doing it, but he literally describes that scene with uh, I think the guy's name is Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, um, yeah, because he just does that in one scene. He's driving his motorcycle, flips off the lights, and then just guns it. Yeah, and it's like, um, I was wondering if that was a thing that I you remember that of? scene. Yeah. But I mean, like, but beyond that, is that just like a thing motorcyclists do? Like, have you heard um, of that before?
1: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you have lights on it. You could take. I don't know. No, I no. It, it's totally a reference to it. In fact, I just googled True Detective season two, Twin Peaks, um, and there's a lot of things. It says the Lynchian overtones of True Detective season two. So it might be more than just uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm seeing a a bunch of other things that are references, Sure. but I just didn't notice because. I don't watch other, I don't watch other David Lynch though. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, a lot of references to it. Huh. I didn't notice that at all, but good, uh, good, uh, good, good note. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else?
0: Uh, nothing that I got. We pretty much talked about it all. Um, yeah. unless we want to talk about, uh, transgender politics a bit more.
1: No, I think, you know what, Close I think from out. now on, I think we've talked about it too much. <laughs> In fact, if you could just take all my audio out, <laughs> uh, that'd be great. All right. yeah, why Why are we talking about that?
0: Because I mean, Denise- we're allowed to have
1: opinions on how the show handles it, but.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: Um, but who cares? Who cares? What we think. I care. Okay. Well, yeah. that's nice. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks, uh. Uh, thanks for joining us, yeah, um,
0: it, this is a monster of an app.:
1: yeah, next week we're going to have a guest um, who's bringing two microphones. He's like an audio he does like record sound recording and stuff like that, so mm-hmm. and we'll finally see if, uh, We'll
0: finally see if Taji was indeed racist: yeah yeah we're going to have a token Asian guest, yeah the oh, Asian gross. delegate Ugh. of Chicago.
1: <laughs> what do I represent what What do I get to be the king of? um what do i what am i an expert on that you aren't sleeveless shirts i i I do wear sleeveless shirts (laughs) um space i'm the space expert on the show sure
0: yeah it it really comes up a lot
1: um oh yeah
0: i don't know i feel like we have too many overlapping
1: things (laughs) we're we're very interchangeable people on a lot of issues yeah
0: There are worse things.
1: Is that all I have? Do I should have a space?
0: Uh, And sleeveless tanks, bro.
1: Sleeveless tanks. Yeah. Or bro tanks. Yeah, bro tanks. All right. Um, Well, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us.
0: Yeah, peep on Twinin, y'all. Peep on
1: Twinin. And we're going to close it out with uh, David Lynch uh, telling us what he's an expert on.
0: I'm an expert on Buddhist meditation and all things Tibet.
1: It's not even funny. No, All it's right, not. Bye. <laughs> bye.